Hi, this is Chris, and welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. I was just finishing up my weekend chores, and, well, I thought I'd sit down for a rest. <laughs> After I answer the door, that is. I got your mail, lady. You're not my mailman. Where's Roger? He usually delivers the mail around here. He bit a dog yesterday. I'm Randall, his temporary replacement. You want your mail? Sure, uh, but why didn't you put it in the mailbox? Won't fit. There's too much of it. Ooh, is it mail from our Adventures in Odyssey listeners? Nope, not this time. Then what is it? Looks like a lot of junk mail to me. Where do you want me to put it? Uh, right here in the living room's fine. All right, Charlie, bring up the truck. The truck? Wait, wait, hold on! Let it down! Oh, hi there. I was just working on one of my inventions here. I'm John Avery Whittaker, but you can call me Whit. And this is Odyssey. Hey, let's see if this thing works. Hold it! Okay, so it needs a little more work. But that's the exciting part, because you never know what you'll discover along the way. Oh, don't take my word for it, though. You can find out for yourself when you come along on today's Adventures in Odyssey. It's junk mail. People writing to you to get you to help them. Happens to everybody sooner or later. But there's so much of it. Yep. Let's see what you've got here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just as I detected. Here's a letter from the Association of Studies for a Better Country. They want you to subscribe to their magazine. The Studies of Associations what? And here's one from the National Federation for the Preservation of National Federations. Asking for donations. The National what? Yeah, but got one here uh, asking for your support to save iguanas from distinction in South America. Distinction? Well, here's a flyer for a garage sale to benefit those who are overdrawn on their checking account. But... And this one's here Wait, for... Wait, I don't want all this mail. Why are they bothering me? I don't know anything about iguanas who are overdrawn on their checking accounts. Well, it's the American way, I guess. If you've got something you believe strongly in, you want to tell others about it. Oh, well, that makes sense. It does? I thought I just made it up. No, it's an idea that's been around for years, but it's not just American. What do you mean? When someone believes in... Uh, wait. Where? Wait, I have a better idea. What? Why don't we listen to today's program? Oh. Telling others what we believe in is what today's adventure in Odyssey is all about. Well, what do you know? All right, well, hold on while I tell Charlie to go back to the post office. Oh, you do that. And we'll get started with our adventure right after this. Where's the door? My dog has fleas. Ooh, it's Eugene, and Eugene sings! Yes, it's the world's first all-song CD from that boy genius who stars in the exciting series Adventures in Odyssey! So take it from me, Harlow Doyle, Wife and I, Eugene sings! For more information, call 1-800-the-letter-A-Family or visit witsend.org. 
Connie Kendall is feeling very down in the dumps at the moment. And like most folks in Odyssey, Connie knows a great place that'll pick her spirits up again. Wits End. I blew it. I will never do that again. Hi. Can I help you? Well, now, Connie, this is something different. It's been a long time since I waited on you as a customer. Well, I figured if I have to lick my wounds, I may as well have some ice cream along with it. Lick your wounds? What, bad day at school? The worst. Not just school, either. The past couple of days have been the pits. Oh, the pits, huh? You want to talk about it? No. Oh, well, all right. I mean, I, I do, but I don't. You see, Robert, this friend of mine from church, yeah. got me reading this book about evangelism, right? Here it is, see? Hmm. Evangelism made easy by Pembroke Maskowski? Well, it talks about how to tell people about Jesus and ways to make them want to get saved. And, well, I decided to do what it said, chapter by chapter. I mean, it's really important to tell people about Jesus, right? Absolutely. So there I was. There you was where? In the park. The book said to hang out in the local park and hand out pamphlets. So we took these little booklets called Five Steps to Salvation and tried to give them to people as they walked past. Excuse me, would you like a... No, thank you. Hi, mind if I tell you about... I don't have the time. Hello there. This is a free pamphlet about... I came at the office. Connie, Connie. Pardon me, sir. If you have a minute... I don't. Connie, I I did it. I did it. What, Robert? You told someone about Jesus? No, I gave someone the pamphlet. That's it? No, they actually asked me some questions, too. Really? Yeah, come here, sit down. This is so exciting. I guess it is. What happened? Well, this guy took one of the pamphlets and wanted to know what the five steps to salvation were. And then what? I told him. And? And he thanked me and left. Isn't that great? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I haven't been doing so well. You haven't? No. I had one guy take a pamphlet so he could tear it up in front of me. Right in front of my face. I wanted to punch him, but thought it wouldn't be a very good witness. Good thinking. And then this woman asked me about the five steps, but she kept picking things out of the trash cans while I tried to tell her about them. Oh. And another guy asked me to go through the five steps, but I was so nervous that I got them all mixed up. Now he'll probably become a Hare Krishna and it'll be all my fault. I am getting really depressed. Well, don't be. This is the way it happens sometimes. We have to persevere. I don't know if I can. Oh, pardon me. What's the use, Robert? It's what the Lord told us to do. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, but maybe we're just... Excuse me. I'm, I'm sorry, but we're having a private conversation here. Can't you see we're talking? I'm sorry. I noticed you were handing out booklets a moment ago, and I was wondering if I could have one. Oh, uh, sure, here. Thank you. Oh, you're giving out Christian booklets. I never would have guessed. I was humiliated by the whole experience, Wit. (laughs) Now, Connie, don't let that put you off witnessing. Next time, just try to be a little more polite. But I felt silly standing out there trying to give people something they didn't want. Passing out booklets and tracts can be a good way to tell people about Jesus. Don't let this one experience discourage you. Well, that wasn't the only experience. Oh, no? No. Well, according to the book, Robert and I were supposed to take a bunch of those same pamphlets and go into our local bookstore. And do what? 
supposed to just stick them anywhere? I guess so. It said to put these pamphlets in as many books as possible. All of them? No, as many as we can until we're caught. Until we're what? Quiet, Connie. Remember, this is for eternal lives, souls to be saved, people's destinies. Until we're caught by who? Whom? I guess the manager or a salesperson or someone like that. They don't like this kind of stuff in their books, being heathens and all that. You mean we could get arrested for this? No. Well, I don't think so. Excuse me. Oops. May I ask what you're doing? We're, uh, well, uh, th- this is for eternal life. People's destinies. What What are those things you're shoving in my books? Ads? Let me see. Here you go. Uh, mister, you're just an unwitting puppet of the world. Just three short steps. Five. Five short steps to salvation. What? Who's paying you to do this? Maybe we should go. We don't get any money. We're doing it because because we love you. I think you both should leave my store now. Don't you want to talk about it? Out. Both of you. We're going. But this is persecution. Quiet, Robert. I am so embarrassed. And don't you ever let me catch you doing this again. Oh, Robert, I used to like going into that store. It's a small sacrifice, Connie. The early Christians went to the lions. I bet they didn't try to give them a trap. I admire your spunk, Connie, but I think we need to be more sensitive about how we try to tell people about Jesus. Respect for the law, other people's property. Yeah, I kept thinking about that. Well, Robert kept dropping booklets on benches and near water fountains, and all I could imagine was the poor janitor who had to pick them up later. Not a very good impression about Christians for him. Well, maybe that's true, but Connie, these experiences aren't so bad. I still think you're being too hard on yourself. Well, I haven't told you about the car. The car? Well, the book said we should use our cars as witnesses for Jesus. Our cars. Connie. Yeah, Mom? Call the police. No, 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 no. Call the FBI. We've been vandalized. Vandalized? What happened? Are you all right? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's it's the car. Oh, my word. You know, I'd better sit down. What are you trying to say, Mom? Somebody covered the car with bumper stickers. Oh, that. Yes. And on the bumpers, on the fenders, on the front, the back, and... Uh, well, I've never seen anything like it. Well, yeah. You see, Mom, Robert and I thought that... You know, it's not like they're obscene or anything like that. It, it would make sense if they were obscene, if somebody were trying to be rude. But these bumper stickers say things like, Honk if you love Jesus, and then, and I break for prayer meetings, and... Jesus died for your sins, and Jesus is the real thing, You, and... you know. Yeah, you saw them then. Oh, Connie, why would somebody do that to us? Uh, Mom? Somebody didn't. What? What does that mean? I did it. You. My daughter. My own flesh and blood. Yeah. It's a way to turn our car into a witness for Jesus. Off. All of them. Now. This. Minute. You don't want our car to be a witness? Thirty seconds and not a gum mark to be seen. Mom. What? Are you right with the Lord? Connie! I'm going, I'm going! Well, Connie, covering your car with bumper stickers might be a little too much. 
Robert said my mom needs a spiritual revival, but I was thinking that Robert needs a brain transplant. <laughs> oh, is there anything else? Well, some new clothes, maybe. I mean, anything else happened to you? Oh, yeah. Okay, the book said we should be bold at school. Uh-huh. You know, let our classmates know where we stand. And as an example, it talked about how Peter preached to his countrymen in Jerusalem after the Pentecost. Remember? Uh, Acts chapter 2. Right. Uh-huh. And 3,000 people accepted Jesus. 3,000! So the book said I could be like that. And I thought, wow, it'd be terrific to be so bold and bring people to Jesus. It's good for you to feel like that. And the book told me all the right things to say. So I was really excited when I went to school this morning, Wit. I didn't care about all the other mistakes. The book explained everything I needed to know to tell my friends about Jesus. Hey, Connie. How's it going? Oh, hi, Cheryl. What's going on? The usual. Where are you heading? Math. What class do you have now? English. Can I walk with you? Sure. So, what's up? Just hanging around. <laughs> Cheryl, I get the feeling you got something on your mind. Yeah, I, I do. I was wondering if we could talk sometime. Talk? Talk about what? Hey, Connie. Oh, hi, Vance. I don't want to get into it here. It's kind of private. Maybe we could go to lunch sometime. Well, I'm on the yearbook committee during lunch. Uh, well, you could come to my house or stop by Wits Inn. I get time to talk there. Wits Inn? Is that where you work? Yeah. Well, I'm there a lot, even when I don't have to work. There's plenty of places to hide and talk if you want. If I'm not home, you should try me there. Okay, maybe I will. Hey, Cheryl, are you sure you don't want to give me a clue? It always makes me nervous when somebody wants to talk to me but won't tell me why. Did I do something wrong? Nah, it's nothing major. Don't worry about it. Here's your class. Maybe I'll see you tonight. Okay, Cheryl. See ya. Oh, I should have given her a booklet. All right, gang. All right. Okay. My name is Fred Zachary, and I'm what you call it a substitute teacher. Mr. Benedict got sick today and won't be in. All right. Now, he didn't give me any plan of action or assignment, so this would be what you call it, a study hall, all right? So just read or sleep or talk quietly among yourselves, things like that. All right, just don't get loud and obnoxious or I'll make up some work for you to do. That's it. Hey, how was the party Friday night? Terry said it was pretty wild. How would Terry know? He passed out halfway through, dropped right in the middle of the floor. I should have figured. He always does that. It was so funny. Renee's parents have one of those floor carpets, and they rolled Terry up and put him in the backyard. Probably would have stayed out there all night if Renee hadn't gotten him up. It was a riot. I wish I'd have been there. I had to go to my grandparents. He got ripped. It was great. Connie was there, weren't you, Connie? You're kidding. Not Connie. I thought I saw you there. No, not me. Connie doesn't go to parties anymore, do you, Connie? Not really. She parties with God now. She and Robert, they're a team. What? Did I miss something? You didn't know? Man, I thought everybody heard. Connie's into church now. She even hangs out in the park and preaches. Go on, ask her what she's reading there. What is that, Connie? It's Bible. You bring a Bible to school? Yeah, sure, why not? Kind of weird. What's the deal? 
I'm a Christian. She's into preaching and Sunday school and being a missionary to headhunters in Africa. It's not like that. <laughs> I don't get it. Why can't you go to parties anymore? What's wrong with having fun? You can't have fun when you're a Christian? Yes, you can, but it's a different kind of fun. Hey, Connie, all. you get thrown out of any more bookstores for passing out pamphlets? Back off, Dan. I want to know about this. I can't explain why I don't go to parties anymore, Angie. you got to be a Christian to understand. See, you guys need to accept Jesus in your heart. He died on the cross for your sins. It says in the book of Romans that... Oh, here comes the Bible verses. Watch out, Angie. I never understood the Bible. All those these and thous. Why don't they talk American? It's like all those boring old books by those guys that... What's their names? Uh, Charles Shakespeare and William Dickens and F. Scott Fitzgerald Kennedy. The Bible's different. Yeah, it's longer. <laughs> Look, do you want to know about this or not? Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. It's good for a laugh. But you don't understand. You guys are sinners. You need Jesus. You can ask him to come into your hearts right now. You can pray. And give up parties? Forget it. I don't know. It all sounds pretty crazy to me. But you have to. You need to. Hey, hey, you guys are getting a little, what you call it, loud. No, we need a box for Connie to stand on. Why, she has something to say to the class? Yeah, go on, Connie. Tell everybody about the Bible and crosses and, and being a missionary to pygmies. Pygmies? You were a missionary to pygmies? You're making fun of me. No, go on. This is your big chance. Isn't that what Christians are supposed to do? Get up and preach. I, I think I, I'd like to be excused. He's just joking, Connie. Maybe you could pass out some more pamphlets. I have to leave. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Hang on. You forgot your, uh, what you call it, hall pass. Don't go away. Today's adventure in Odyssey will continue right after this. If you think history is slow, boring, and just not for you, then you've never seen drive through History with Dave Stotts. Much more than a lazy stroll through historical events, Dave drives through ancient Rome at a fast and furious pace. drive through History, Rome if you want to, is a globe-trotting journey through the history of Western civilization that's relevant and totally entertaining at the same time. So buckle up and enjoy the ride. For more information about drive through History, Rome if you want to, the number is 1-800-A-FAMILY or the website is family.org. That's family.org. History, fast and fun. Learning comes standard. And now the conclusion of today's adventure in Odyssey. I don't know what happened. I said everything the book told me to say. I used all the right phrases. I tried to be a witness, like Peter, and sounded more like Porky Pig. Get saved, folks. Oh, not bad. I was humiliated, Wit. They didn't care about accepting Jesus. They just made fun of me. And this is the first time it's happened to you? Yeah. It's the first time I really tried to witness in person. I was going to lay out all the Bible verses and show them how they were sinners, and, and all they did was tease me. That's what I get for witnessing, I guess. Oh. Forget Robert. Forget that stupid evangelism book. Forget the pamphlets. I don't know how to do it, and I don't care. No, no, no. Wait a minute, Connie. It's nine o'clock, Wit. I should let you close up the shop and go home. Connie. Hi. Hello. Hi, Connie. Cheryl! Oh, that's right. You wanted to talk. I'm sorry. I forgot. I called your house. Your mom said you'd be here, <laughs> just like you told me today. Why don't you have a seat, Cheryl? I'll be in the back if you need anything. But it's nine o'clock, Wit. Oh, I have work to do. So, uh, don't worry about it. 
Nice man. Yeah. This place is really interesting. Yeah, it is. I should show you around. Wit works hard to keep the whole building interesting. You work pretty hard, too, I guess. I mean, you're here a lot, and, and I know you do things with the kids. It's funny. Funny? You mean funny as in ha-ha or funny as in strange? Maybe both. I'm not sure. I've known you since you came to Odyssey, Connie. It's been really weird watching you change. Yeah. If I were watching me from somewhere else, I'd probably feel the same. You've changed so much, though. I remember when you were the one starting all the parties and, and all the trouble, and, and now it's so... so... Funny. Yeah, funny. This is really embarrassing. Why? Because I want to talk, but I don't know where to start, you know? I've been watching how you are at school, how you talk to everyone, how happy you are. <laughs> you wouldn't think so if you saw me this afternoon. All I know is that you've got something, something, something different. Something that's made you, made you better. I want what you have, Connie. What I have? Yeah, you've got something different than everyone else. Different from me. Well, the only thing I have, Cheryl, is a relationship with Jesus Christ. Okay, well, whatever it is, I, I'd like you to tell me how I can have it, too. Sure, Cheryl. I can do that. Welcome to the family, Cheryl. Thank you, Connie. Thank you for everything. Oh, don't thank me. I didn't do anything. Uh, can I come back in now? Wit! Oh, I forgot all about you. I I'm sorry. Oh, don't worry about it. This was obviously worth waiting for. You should have come in. No, oh, moments like that are very personal and private. I didn't want to intrude. Cheryl, the angels in heaven are rejoicing right now. They're not the only ones. I, I feel like laughing and crying. This is wonderful. Amen. Well, what happens now? I mean, what am I supposed to do next? What? Well, you're doing just fine, Connie. It's not as hard as you thought, was it? What? Witnessing. You did just fine. Not me, Wit. The Lord. Cheryl, maybe I should tell you what I've learned over the past few months about the basics of being a Christian. Things like faith, forgiveness. Well done, Connie. And welcome to God's family, Cheryl. Wit's right. The angels rejoice when someone accepts Jesus. And all because Connie shared her faith. You know, asking Jesus to come into your heart is the greatest, most wonderful thing you can ever do. If you haven't asked Jesus to come into your heart, I'd like to encourage you to talk to someone you know is a Christian and ask them how to do it. I'm sure they'd be happy to tell you all about it and about the incredible love Jesus has for you. Yes, you. And please write to us about it. I'd love to hear from you. Our address is Odyssey, 
Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. In Canada, write to Box 9800, Vancouver, BC, V6B4G3. And when you write, don't forget to ask about how you can get a copy of this broadcast. It's called Go Ye Therefore. The address once again is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. Adventures in Odyssey is the production of Focus on the Family. Today's program was written and directed by Paul McCusker. Bob Luttrell was our production engineer and Chuck Bolte, our executive producer. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again for another Adventure in Odyssey. Here's another fun fact from the Odyssey Scrapbook. We've received a number of letters from listeners who are curious about exactly what age range Adventures in Odyssey is intended for. Well, first and foremost, Adventures in Odyssey was created to bring entire families together for a time of entertainment and learning. But the main target age for Odyssey is kids between the ages of 8 to 12 years old. Of course, we know that we have younger listeners and hope that parents stay nearby to answer any questions they might have. Cassette tapes are handy, too, so the parents can preview the episodes in advance to make sure they're appropriate for younger ears. If you ever have any comments or suggestions about Adventures in Odyssey, don't hesitate to write to us. Our address is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. Or in Canada, write to P.O. Box 9800, Vancouver, B.C., B6B, 4G3.